I am Janelle Reardon, and this is today's Heartlift with Janelle. We're here for a bonus session with Melissa Johnson, author of Soul Deep Beauty, fighting for our true worth and a world demanding flawless. Melissa and I talked all about uh, this demanding world in which we live and are asked to be flawless in part one of our conversation. So if you haven't heard that, be sure to go back and listen. Melissa invited us to get to know ourselves a little better. Culture's beauty standards are messed up. We all know it. We're being lied to. And we all think we can resist the pull to look in a certain way. Yet most of us, our daughters and our nieces too, still strive for a broken kind of beauty and feel I'm not good enough. So in today's brief conversation with Melissa, she shares a beautiful story about a time when she was in a, in a group and they were told to break apart into prayer partners. Well, she didn't really know anybody. And so she got uh, positioned as we will with someone that she didn't know, a stranger. And this person during prayer invited her to envision the face of Jesus. <laughs> What happened during that prayer really surprised Melissa, and I love what she found. She shares that the best part about failing, about coming up dry, is that you're open to new ideas. When control fails, there's room for surrender, and surrender opens us up to God. I think that's what happened that day in prayer. Okay, let's welcome Melissa back today. Can you perhaps close this out here with mm. what advice? Uh, I have a two thoughts, actually. Mm. I, I think we all have very harsh inner critics, some of us more than others. Um, yeah. But that can translate into thinking God is a critic mm. yes. or that God is judging us. You know, because you, you referred to it earlier about even religious group polarization and how that can also be a great hindrance to us. Certainly early on in my walk with the Lord, when I was in my early twenties, still competing and still dancing very strongly, but I came into a, a church situation where that wasn't okay, you know, and in order to be a good Christian, I should be a missionary. I shouldn't be mm -hmm. in pageants or in dance competitions, or we can hear that kind of group polarization within the framework of Christ. It's a huge conversation, you know, in our, our culture today, right? With the whole deconstruction of our faith. But I just wonder, I want to hear perhaps maybe how you had that shift, if you needed that shift in your mind of not seeing God as being a, a critic of you or are judging you harshly. Boy, I would love mm -hmm. to have that beautiful, you know, I've come a long way, but I'm not sure that I'm totally clear of that. He's not constantly disappointed in me or he's not, you know, criticizing me. So any wisdom you have for us as we close this out. Mm. <laughs> you know, I think, I think it was a, as always, always a journey. Um, I, as I, as I mentioned earlier, I was reading, you know, these mystics who had these incredible experiences of Jesus 
of right. Like what? I love the mystics. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the, the love of God is, you know, so, so immense. And so I think that started to open my imagination to Mm. how, how big is this love? And I think even being open to that, I think God lives in that question and wants to dwell with us there. And so in the book, I actually talk, I talk about this prayer experience I had where share, if you wouldn't mind, if you have time. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, it's, I think it's in the the chapter called reimagining God. And, um, I, I, um, I was invited into this prayer experience with a prayer partner and, um, and, uh, you know, it's so funny. It's difficult. I think sometimes to put these things into words. Um, mm-hmm. but I was, I, she invited me, my prayer partner to envision the face of Jesus. Um, and what I noticed in his gaze was mm. just no judgment, complete compassion. Mm. And there was this sense that he understood that he had been with me like every step of the way. And, was was with me was like neck deep and deep in all of it mm. and he wanted to help me and so i think mm. that kind of experience was an embodied way though it was in my imagination mm-hmm. to know cuz i really and i talk about this that i struggled with wondering like okay god i i know that these my kind of obsessions with certain food and and exercise routines or whatever rules probably aren't the way you want me to live. Um, And so I did wonder that if he was judging me. And so that was a really reparative Mm -hmm. prayer experience to see that truly like this, this kind loving face of Jesus and this sense of I'm with you and we're going to do it together. Oh, that takes my breath away. Mm. It does. And I think that is a beautiful exercise to invite everyone into to perhaps grab a blanket and go lay under a tree. Like I'm looking out my window right now and it's just such a lovely, gorgeous day here in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And the wind is blowing through the tree and the grass is really green. And it's like, I just want to go lay a blanket out and lay under this tree in the shadow and just envision what I think the face of Jesus would look like. Mm. And if it's hard at first, because I know as a therapist, it can be just keep, keep moving through, keep moving through. And you have invited us into a beautiful journey, Melissa. And I am so grateful for you today. And I just invite everyone to visit you at impossible-beauty.com. So thank you. And we wish you uh, just huge blessings and that you just Mm. continue this journey towards true beauty. Thank you for Mm. being here. Thank you so much.